respectability of the body. What is it? Or is it just looks or health? Is it even an elusive goal? In this episode, I consider perfection, quoting Plato and Aristotle, taking inspiration from the artist Alison Lapper, Dr. Kevin Fong, expert on space medicine, and Michael Horowitz, poet, songwriter, director. On the panel at the Festival of Science and Arts in London, and from my own personal wisdom from life experiences. Hello, I'm Lindsay and welcome to my podcast, Easy Like Sunday Morning Holistic Living. I'm the originator of Pause Moments for You and Serenity Home Space. My inspiration is to inspire, inform and motivate you in creating a lifestyle with fulfilled awareness Connecting inner wisdom and the natural world, making more conscious decisions on what you buy and use, how your home and personal environment affects you, with practical, attainable examples of creating serenity spaces, areas in your home to experience joy, honouring calm reflection, positive intention, bringing the sacred and ritual back into your home and life. Learning about pause moments, the practice of mindful slowing down and sensory appreciation. Along this journey, I'll be interviewing others who offer insights, skills and wisdom. I'll also include a pause moment for you to practice. Now let's begin easy like Sunday morning holistic approach to living. So I was going to talk today about perfectibility of the body. And this came to mind after listening to a discussion panel on perfectibility of the body. This discussion was part of the Festival of Science and Arts held at the Queen Elizabeth Halls as part of the Royal Society Summer Science Exhibition in London. It's quite a mouthful, isn't it? A few years back. The Festival of Science and Arts is a celebration of cutting-edge research, discovery and creativity, making science accessible to the public. It was a very interesting exhibition, actually. So to start with, one definition of perfection. There's condition, state or quality of being free, or as free as possible, from all flaws or defects. A person or thing perceived as the embodiment of such a condition, state or quality. I am told that she is perfection itself. The action or process of improving something until it is faultless or as faultless as possible. So in a way opposite to wabi-sabi. Or perhaps it is wabi-sabi. So one of the questions submitted to the panel was, what makes a perfect body? The philosopher Plato believed that this could, there could never be a perfect anything, whether talking about a breast, a book, or even a colour. This is, in my mind, quite an empowering idea, that I do not need to struggle towards perfection, how I am, or, or what I do, or how much effort it takes in life. And if I relate this to my own podcast, my own writings, then when I write about nature ways, then am I trying to be too perfect in getting the words right? Dr. Glaster, who was one of the panel members, stated that our perceptions are established in our early years. Well, I was pretty aware of this, obviously, from, you know, where we've 
how we're brought up, our environment, beliefs and even the emotions that are born out from the influences of people and environments around us right up to perhaps the age of seven. But I'd never really considered the full impact of this, how it would be on a mature adult. So I recall from my earliest childhood influences for achieving perfect health, which could be a very strong connection to that of also achieving a perfect body, maybe. You know, it came from when my parents who grew out grew their own vegetables and fruit in our garden. And we ate this fresh produce regularly and any seasonal excesses were preserved for eating later in the year. So the label organic was not even used in those days. And like a lot of people who grew their own fruit and vegetables, they were originally organically grown in mineral-rich and nutrient-rich soils, not yet depleted by the repeated overgrowing and excessive use of agricultural additives. Hmm, is that to make perfect vegetables and fruit? We knew fresh air, moderate exercise from walking to school, yet without being laden down by those heavy rucksacks I see so many youngsters wearing these days. Of course we had the compulsory sports days at schools, yuck, and homework, though it seems not the excessive that they do these days, and allowing time for creative fun, playtime fun. I know my mum, she seemed to cook and bake and preserve. We ate at the table, mostly together as a family. So for me, you know, a healthy body was part of a, of a comfortableness that I generally felt in my own skin. Though I never considered I had the perfect body. I mean, goodness sake, what teenager or young person does? So into my early adulthood, and I came to the conclusion that the role of perfect health, taking me into my older age, was established from how I was going to take care of myself from my 20s onwards. I thought of this as a long-term health savings plan, putting in a little of the good stuff regularly into my fund, in other words, my body, and this meant that the core fund, my body, would accumulate a pool of healthy qi, life force energy, as they say in traditional Chinese medicine, from which to draw upon when my reserves were being tested. And boy, oh boy, you know, in life we all have life's challenges and tests. No one can escape from that. And that draws away from this pool of energy from our reserves. You know, like health, um, ill health and loss of loved ones or loss of job and earnings. And so in traditional Chinese medicine, this qi reserve is thought of as part of the jing inherited from our ancestors. And as this is depleted, so is our general health and well-being is also depleted unless we enable to practice certain things like qigong, tai chi, and other such energy-enhancing practices. So the good stuff is, simply put, eating good, healthy, tasty, varied foods, finding enjoyable exercise, being in the fresh air and sunshine. A moderation of these things, so they are a little of what you fancy does you good, yep. So I'm not against 
the odd sugary snack or the odd glass of alcohol or whatever our little indulgences are. And they've got good sleep, you know, that seems to be quite a big deal these days. And as you get older, so monitoring and managing our stress, I think, is one of the biggest things we need to look at. So having that time out, that me time, that pause moments is what I call it. Learning and implementing what is your life-work balance. And here I say life-work balance, not work-life balance. So we need to top up when the body-mind requires a bit of boost. Hey, you know, so having health supplements or herbs is good. Then I think that part of all this complex biological wellness profile is having emotional and mental support. You know that we're all going to be compromised at some point during our life or know somebody who, who is compromised. So finding things that make us laugh and smile and having some fun. So can I say I have the perfect body? <laughs> I don't think anybody has. I mean, what is perfection? You know, it's a bit of an elusive goal, right? So Alison Lapper, who's also on the panel, said, In my eyes, I am in the perfect body. We each need to find it in ourselves. And this comes from a vibrant woman who's overcome huge negative comments regarding her outward appearance. Perhaps Alison has a well-balanced approach to her perfect body. So who decides what is a perfect body? Dr. Kevin Fong, who's also on the panel, quoted from the philosopher Aristotle, that is perfect, that has achieved its purpose. Dr. Fong went on to say, is there a more perfect environment for healthy humans than the earth? Hmm. So the panel went on to discuss uh, who gets to choose the perfect healthy body. Is it society? Is it doctors or public opinion? If a body part works effectively, such as the lungs for respiration, is it then perfect? Could it be said that we are in perfect health if we judge ourselves by how well we function? Alison Lapper said we are bombarded with images of perfect bodies in the media and online. And if we were to put ourselves through the torture to try and achieve the same perfection. <laughs> she said all us celebrities need shooting. It's like putting poison in our eyes, making perfect eyes. And we do it. I asked the panel what they thought the effects were of having superhuman beings with perfect bodies, images portrayed in comics, computer graphics and illustrations used in films and games, such as Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider, how our young society was being affected by this. There were some mutterings on this question, yet the most poignant comment came from Michael Holovitz, who was also on the panel, who said... It's brainwashing, dumbing down of society, the big urgency of people to get to the top of their game and work, forget art and culture. We call ourselves homo sapiens until we start destroying forests, even bigger arms, military, dealing, making robots. We need to start saving this planet. Who cares about perfect bodies? 
well said, Michael Holovitz. I think if someone wants to create a whole new body for themselves in the name of perfection, then let them go ahead. Yet for them to know themselves and what drives them forward in this decision, if they are truly in harmony with those beliefs. We need to be honest with ourselves. What about the true nature of perfection? Can that ever be achieved? And at what cost, emotionally, physically, even spiritually? We have fashions, fads, trends, come and go. So who am I, or the media, to influence another person to look a certain way? It is a personal choice. And yet society we choose to live in really does try to influence us far too highly. If it harm none, then it's fine. So that's what the Wiccans say. So do what you want. Stay and try to be perfect. But let's just be mindful of what you're doing. You only have this one body here and now, so let's embrace it, for it serves you well, right? So what do you think about the perfect body? Without the ego, guilt or shame crying out, do you consider you have the perfect body? So don't you think it's time we think we thought about perfectibility of the body, whether we're going to medically enhance that or we're cosmetically enhance that? It's all about the balance, isn't it? Balancing your mind, your body, your emotions. Taking a pause moment for you. For this pause moment, we're having a guided quiet time with a focus on stilling the body and refreshing the mind. The theme is imperfection or wabi-sabi. Finding a quiet place to sit or lie down and make sure you're comfortable and that you can rest your hands and arms either on your lap, on your belly or by your side. If possible, remove your shoes, putting on cosy socks or just allowing the feet to be uncovered. Now let's begin. Take a more expansive in-breath through the nose and a longer, easy out-breath from a slightly opened mouth. Repeat this a few times with ease and flow. Each time filling the body with lightness from the feet upwards and exhaling just letting go and allowing the arms and legs, chest and back, face and jaw to quieten. A relaxed breath acts as a casual focusing activity chemical messages to the brain informing the body it can just be at ease now. In this state our mind is more receptive to uplifting statements. In this moment I am comfortable in my own skin. I am perfectly imperfect. My amazing brain knows and believes I am more than enough. I give myself time off and pause from trying to be perfect. 
I give myself time off and pause from trying to be perfect. I am me in my own body. Be happy with what you are and have. Be generous with both and you won't have to hunt for happiness. William Gladstone Now it's time to return to your day. Cup your palms over your eyes for a few moments, feeling the warmth and comfort. And wriggle your toes and fingers, slowly returning to the here and now, ready to continue your day or even on to a longer snooze. Easy like Sunday morning holistic living. Please rate, review, subscribe and share and listen out for our next episode. Thank you.